What up, everybody? Ryan Rucco, CC Sabathia here. A brand new episode of R2C2 about to come your way. We get to chat with Margie Sabathia, CC's mother. She has some unbelievable stories about C. You are all going to absolutely love this. Plus, I have some big personal news to reveal, and C and I break down the absolutely incredible talent of James Harden and what it means for Brooklyn and the rest of the NBA. It's all coming up on R2C2. It starts right now. What's up, everybody? We back. R2C2. Another week, bro. Rolling. It's a big week, C, because this week we get to chat with, I I don't want to say the most anticipated guest in R2C2 history, but I want to say tied for the most. (laughs) With with your wife, Amber, we get to speak with your mother, Margie, man. This is big news. Yeah, it's going to be fun. She's a lot of fun. You know, uh, we have a great relationship. Um, so, you know, people get to hear like inside of, of me growing up. So I'm excited yeah. for this. Me too, man. And, and in February, we black history month, we've spoken yeah. exclusively with black women. I can't think of a, a, a stronger, more beautiful black woman than your mother to get to close out the month with, man. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm excited. I mean, I know she's, uh, she was nervous, you know, uh, yeah. to come on, <laughs> but you know, we, we're going to have a lot of fun and, and, uh, you know, I, I think people, you know, are going to be surprised, I guess, because they think that I'm going to cut down my cousin, but nah. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert, C does not cut down his cousin. So if you're wondering, does does he speak like that in front of his mother? The answer is yes. Yes, he does. Absolutely. I always (laughs) have. (laughs) That's that's the answer. You're about to find out. And C, I I got it. It's a big week, too, because I have to share with our listeners some family news, which... You know, we we announced on where Brooklyn at last night on the Nets broadcast, but yeah. I'm gonna be a dad, man. I'm gonna Bro. be a dad. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. Thank you, man. Thank you nervous? You. you nervous? You know what? I, I'm sure at some point I will be. I'm not yet. Like I don't know. It's not like, real yet. It's not. You know. I think that's what it is. I think. Although you know what's funny is like it really now. Andrea, God bless her. She has had like a tough like first. 13 and a half weeks like she'd been super sick oh, and yeah. like yeah she's been i don't did how did amber i mean i'm sure it was different with all of them was she sick or was she all right bro her pregnancies were so easy really? i mean that's why we have four kids in eight years because you know what i'm saying like, yeah yeah right you're like and, okay i could do this again and her yeah. labors were like 15 20 minutes because and that sounds crazy but like i miss Jaden's birth because wow, man. she came so fast. Like it, it was. It, I mean, her her pregnancies were were super easy. I'm for gonna us. have to I mean, ask Amber what the key is to that, man. Who knows? Yeah. But I yeah. mean, that's why. And she was like, "I can keep doing this." And I was like, "No, no, 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 no. Four is enough. Like we good. <laughs> <laughs> we got a unit. <laughs> we good. But I'm excited yeah. for you, bro. Like it's gonna change your life, cause change your perspective on everything. Like your time changes. Everything changes, cause because. Now you got this person that you're responsible for, that you that you created, that you want to do well in the world. I mean, obviously, we get into this conversation with, you know, talking about your dad, the story you tell. You yeah. know, me talking about Lil C and my mom at the games. Like, we talk about this on the pod. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's now you're going to get that feeling. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it feels fitting. Yeah, man. I appreciate that, dude. I am. I'm, I'm super excited. And, 
you know, where uh, which we announced this on uh, on the broadcast, but for people uh, for R two C two listeners, we know we're gonna have a baby girl, which I'm like I'm super pumped about, and I was thinking also like I'm like. You know, the whole time, you know how you like, like you're trying to guess, like, what do you think it's going to be? You know, like, and it's like, after thinking about it, I'm like doing WNBA and women's college basketball. I'm like, of course, it's going to be a baby girl. Yeah, like, of I, course. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I can't wait, man. I'm so, I'm so excited. I actually was thinking about you um, with uh, the dance recitals and uh-huh. Like I was Get thinking ready. about it. Yeah, dude. I was thinking about listen, it last night. But you can like, go you can go two ways though. Like you can make her play soccer right away. Oh, like you don't oh, have to, you for, don't have to throw her no. in dance and you know what I'm saying? I, I was thinking about you crying, is what I was thinking about. <laughs> yeah, like and oh, I was okay. thinking I'm going to be bawling. That's what I was thinking. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. At everything, thinking, bro. At everything. <laughs> That's what I was Kindergarten thinking. Kindergarten graduation, I, you're going to be bawling. <laughs> 100%, man. 100%. I can't wait. But I definitely will be because even last night, like when we did the announcement uh, for Nets on Yes, um, I was like, as we were about to do it, I was like, I was starting to get choked up. And, you know, like you already (laughs) knew, like there were people in my life who already knew, you know, Um, but like somehow still like making it official in that, like seeing Mm -hmm. it. And then Sarah, who, you know. Andrea and I both are super close with Sarah Kustak, our analyst, and she was the one who's going to be reading it. And I'm like, Sarah's reading it, and she's like looking at me, and we're both getting emotional. And I was just like, and I started thinking about the dance recital thing, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be snotting tears as I'm as I'm sitting there watching, man. So, so all four of them, I couldn't even hold them right away because I was crying so much. Like wow, when, they, man. When, they, when they all four came out, like I, I mean, well, it's not Jaden, all three, but the three, but like. I was there, like I was in there, obviously, and I couldn't even hold him right away. Like I had to like let him go get washed off and like let me, you know, collect myself. But like I was boo-hooing, like snot and tears. Wow, and Amber man. Would, would be so mad, like, what are you crying for? <laughs> I'm the one in pain, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> yeah, it's great. it's just super emotional, bro. Like yeah. to be able to, you know, it's yours. That's your kid. Like you know create a human it's, being? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. Uh it's a it's a it's amazing, man. It's 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 crazy. So I'm. Uh, you got to take all the classes. You got to learn yeah. how to change the diapers. All of that stuff. Bro. Exactly, exactly, man. You know what's funny too, and I know it's different, girl, boy, but like I had my. I'm super close with my sister Ashley and and uh, my brother in law Josh and then my nephews Campbell and Bodie, and they're Campbell's uh, four and a half and Bodie's one, but Campbell, I watched a ton. And so, like, I I did some things, like, and I would change his diapers all the time. I really got to, like, learn stuff. But then with Bodhi, it, it hasn't happened because of COVID, you know? So I've, uh, yeah. I've gotten to spend time, but I've never had, like, where I'm watching him. I've never had where I'm changing like diapers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's been a while, man. It's been a while. So, but let me uh, tell you something. When, when, like, the thing is, like, when it's, your, like, your kid, like, it's easy to change the diaper. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you yeah. think it's going to be hard and all this shit, but, like, yeah. you just, I mean, it, 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 it works itself out. Dude, you know what's so funny? Even with Campbell, even with my nephew, like, and godson, I was, like, it, it was weird because I always thought, like, oh, like, I, you think things are gross. And even with him, I was, like, it didn't feel, it just didn't feel gross. Like, your your blood shit is different than other people's shit, you know? Yeah, it's, it's it just like, is. that's your kid, yeah, so yeah, shit exactly. is all over the place. It don't yeah. even matter. Yeah, like, it's just, like, it's cool. Just so clean I it know, up. Right, I know it's going to be amplified to the 11th degree with my own kid, you know? But, so but let me I'm tell you like, this. Fine. Yeah. Let me tell you this. So the, so the one time that I actually couldn't change the diaper, couldn't change Lil C, Amber had went out with her friends, 
Um, and I had a little C and I lived like a couple of blocks away from my mom at the time. Like we bought a house, we lived in a house like right down the hill from her. And little C like blew his diaper up like shit everywhere because <laughs> it was like all the way up his back. On like the back, all the yeah. way out the onesie. <laughs> like it was everywhere, cuz. So I just picked him up and like put him in the car seat and drove him to my mom's house, cuz I didn't know what to do. Like I was so stuck. And I and I just showed up and like just handed it, you know what I'm saying? Had it a little seat. Like, Please help was, me, mom. It was I had to throw the car seat out. It was shit everywhere, bro. It was so bad. That's amazing. Oh, that's great. That is so great. I can't wait. I can't wait. So, I'm so excited, make sure you got man. some family members close, bro. So you can yeah, do that. Yeah, that's it. Dude, it's so true. Like I'm lucky, I'm blessed because my parents live close and and my and my uh you know close enough and and my sister and brother-in-law live pretty close. Cause I am like, I'm like, man. I'm, you know, you want some help, you know, Absolutely. Like it's, it's nice to have some help around. Like that's, Absolutely. that's important. So baby girl, uh, due at the end of August. So super excited. Um, super excited for that. And Andrea's birthday is in August too. So it'll be, it'll be fun. So, um, that is, uh, that's, we, it's a really familial podcast. We have my baby girl news. We have Margie coming up, but of course we also have sling and heat. See, yes, and what do you have for us first today with sling and heat? Man, my first thing in heat is maybe an offbeat thing that people didn't really pick up, but I want to give some props to Scott Casimir, bro, for making a comeback, like getting a job with the Giants. This guy hasn't pitched in four years. Um, he his old his agent is my old agent, Brian Peters. I love that guy to death. So um, he, he's a great agent, and he got Scott a job. Man, this is this is awesome, bro. Like <laughs> for him to be able to come back and pitch, and you know what's cool too? Like if he makes the Giants team, the Dodgers are still paying him. So he'll be pitching against the Dodgers and for them to, you know, for them to pay him to oh, pitch against wow. the Dodgers. Oh, <laughs> wow. What was his, right, because his last year with the Dodgers was 2016. What was he's his contract He's still getting paid. I can't remember, but I think he's got one more year getting paid from them. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing, man. That Maybe is Bobby amazing. can look that up for us, but I'm yeah. so pretty sure. I'm almost positive he's still getting he's paid still by He's still got Dodgers. some money. Hey, some he deferred made, money. He made near $100 million in his baseball career. Bro, Scott, career. he, was, he yeah. was really good, man. He was a yeah, highly talented prospect. I mean, he had a good career, so... For him to be able to come back and do this, this is awesome. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. So what do you think? Will he be a reliever for them, or will he still start? Uh, I'm, I'm sure he'll probably have to come out of the bullpen. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. I have no idea. Hey, um, they dude, look said at, anything. Speaking of former left-handed Mets, Oliver Perez extended his career for forever doing that, right? Like where he all of a sudden became this left-handed reliever. So why can't Casimir after four years not playing? <laughs> just seen him throwing a bullpen in, uh, in Cleveland, man. Still doing it. <laughs> yeah. He, hey, you you know what man? I I it is a cool thing. The guy hasn't pitched in in I mean literally his he last pitched in the majors at, at tw in 2016. But he's in only 36. He's only 37. And oh, Bobby just uh, texted. Yeah, it looks like he's making eight million a year all the way through 2021 from LA. <laughs> hey, nice. good work by your agent. Nice. Real good work by your agent, your old agent. So, but but you think about it, that's cool, man. Like when you give this up, that's it. Right, like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, that's it. Like so, like it, it when if you can do it, still do it. Like yeah, and if you, you have know, that desire cool. to come back and you still got, yeah. you still got it. Why not? I mean, it's this that's yeah. an awesome story. Yeah, one. I I love it, man, and I like that you hit on that. How about what do you got second? See, man, my second slinging heat is James Harden might be the best point guard in the league, huh? Woof, he's unbelievable, man. He's man. unbelievable. He's unbelievable. I watched like, that game you called last night, bro. He, I mean, jeez. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And I see you have on 
your Nets on Yes hoodie today. Yeah, we yeah. talked about getting you one. It looks great. Frank Thank DeGrace, you, Frank. the outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The out- outstanding Nets producer. Frank's Frank's the best. He's the, he's the best. And I love, you know what's so funny, dude, is we had talked about it, joked about it on the pod. And then like the next day, Frank texts me, he goes, What's CeCe's address? I want to send him a Nets on Yes hoodie. And I was like, oh, you listen to Pi. He's like, oh, no, I didn't listen yet. He just like, he was already on the same wavelength. It's like, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's what Frank does. You know what's kind of cool, just as an aside? Like, so last night calling the game, Harden gets his 13th straight double-double, which mm-hmm. extends a Nets franchise record. And Frank and I know each other so well uh, doing games now. This is my 11th season, I think, doing some form of Nets broadcast. And that, like, I just hear that, the, like, I can hear his key open uh-huh. like he's got about to say something but i like hear it open because like you can just hear it kind of open before somebody talks when they're the producer talking to you from the truck and he like closes it and but he didn't say anything and i hit him and talk back and i go were you about to tell me it was harden's 13 13th straight double double he goes yep and that's it you know and i just like <laughs> i knew i knew what he was, knew open, what he was just opening it what it was about you know to, what's yeah. crazy is that he's, he's already second on the uh in the nets all-time list for triple doubles guys how crazy is that man <laughs> how crazy has been that? here for two months guys Not, 19 games 19 games he's second in franchise history second in, triple in doubles. franchise history man. only kid with more kid has 61 harden has six shoot Harden might break it this year if they have more games, man. <laughs> like it's crazy. He, you know what? You're right though. Like you think about first of all, this Nets team is ridiculous. I mean, and, and, and you're starting to see the role players now, the Robertsons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you're starting to see Bruce the guys Brown. that Bruce Brown stepping up between that. Like you're starting to see how this can fill out to be a championship team. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's not just the three now. You have the other guys in there that can, you know, that are hard nosed players that can, that are going in there getting rebounds and hustle plays and all the different things that you need when you have three superstars, you know? 100%. And think about even like Joe Harris, who we know is such a good player. Like, Well, I'm not going to throw... Is, Joe Harris is, is, is a ball. He's legit, guys. yeah. We're yeah, not going to throw legit. him in as a role player. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Agree, agree. Joe Harris is... He is... He is a stud. Like he's he is a baller, such a guys. good player. And yeah. he can find yeah. his way in, in, on any team. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like he's going to find yeah. his shots because he's going to knock them down and he's, and he's wide open all the time with those three out there. And, and I'm just saying like... So this team has won seven straight games. They're unbelievable against plus 500 teams. They mm-hmm. just swept a West Coast road trip in which they, they played four or five games without KD, including wins against the Lakers. Yes, they also didn't have Anthony Davis and the Clippers, who were fully stocked. They also won against the Suns in Phoenix without KD in a ridiculous yep. comeback. Suns had been piping hot before that game. Th- they won at Golden State. That was the one game KD had. You know, this team's won seven straight games, six of which KD wasn't a part of, five of which came against plus 500 teams. Like, th- this is... And Kevin Durant's their best player. Like, I- I- I'm telling you, man, if they are fully healthy, I truly believe this. If the- And I know the defense has some issues, and I know they-, they lack size on the interior, but if they are fully healthy, I truly believe they are the best team in the NBA. I really do. If they are fully healthy... I really yeah. do believe that. I, like, no, I, I mean, I, I do too. But the, the the thing, the only thing that worries me, and, and I'm thinking about the East, is yeah. if Embiid is playing the way he's playing right now, I don't know who can beat, I, I don't know who. You don't think if, Brooklyn could beat Philly if he's like this? Not if Embiid is, is dropping 50 on motherfuckers. Absolutely not. I, no. I still think they can. 
I still think they can. But I understand Man. what you're saying. They won't have an answer physically they for They will MD. not have an answer but, for him, guys. But I like, think they're at better all. everywhere else. You they know? are. Like, they are. But it, but just And you know how I feel about Embiid. I mean, I like his game, but I just I don't know if he can carry this all year. Yeah. Um, but if he can, because they go, if that's that's going to be a hell of a series. That would be a great series. Because those are, the is, two, those are the two best teams in the East by far. But I, don't, I wouldn't put Boston in there. Nor Milwaukee. Or Milwaukee. No, absolutely not. But you, you know what's funny, though, is it's like, the other thing we know, though, is when there isn't a team who's like so head and shoulders above everybody else, like Golden State, you know, was, with, yeah. with Durant, Clay, and Steph, and Draymond, there are little tweaks you can make to your roster which end up making a big difference, like little mm-hmm. moves that end up making a big difference. Like if the Nets get uh, JaVale McGee or Rashawn Holmes yeah, or, see? you know what I mean, like that yeah. kind of move, or if Philly ends up getting another playmaker off the bench, right? I don't know who that would be, but I'm telling you this too. The the one thing I, I say that because I just think of basketball and I think of Harden, KD, and Kyrie on the court at the same time. It's like hard to beat that, right? But don't sleep on Utah either, man. Utah is a legit team, man. They are legit. They and are Quinn legit. Snyder's an excellent coach. Like, they're... I so love you think Utah's a, too. you think Utah's a better team than the Lakers? I will say this. If you ask me who's the team most likely to win the finals, I'm going to say the Lakers because of the championship pedigree, LeBron, uh, you know, LeBron AD, plus they strengthen their team this offseason, right? Yeah, getting yeah, Schroeder, yeah. Get, getting Harrell. Harrell. Um, yeah. So I'm still going to defer to them, even with what I just said about the Nets. Like, but I, having said that, like if I, I'm saying if you were like betting money, they'd be the mm-hmm. safest bet. Mm-hmm. But having said that, if you were just asking me, like, j- just like fully healthy, who do I think is the best team? I think it, I think it's Brooklyn. But I do too. I, yeah. I do too. Yeah, but but Philly's in play, like you said, no doubt. And Utah's in play, man. You Utah could definitely beat any team in a seven game series. I really believe that. Like I haven't I haven't seen much of Denver this year. How have they been playing? Denver's been a little up and down. What's their record right now? I got to look up what their record is right now. They've been a little up and down. There, something, something just wasn't quite right about them to begin the season. And the other thing is like, so Jamal Murray was unbelievable in the playoffs last year in the bubble, mm-hmm. right? But what truly great NBA players do that is such a separating factor is they do it every night, you know? They do and it Jamal, all the time. Yeah, Jamal Murray doesn't, you know? Like, yeah. so... If you watch James Harden, James Harden's doing this every single night. Sadie and, and, just texted me. Denver's only seventeen and fourteen. Wow, I didn't uh, realize yeah. they were struggling. And, that and that's, uh, I mean, that's what that's like. A, watching Devin Booker, bro. Devin Booker's an animal. Like he does that. Animal. He goes off every night. You know what I'm an- saying? Like animal. And in between game, he's got it all, man. Phoenix. Ky- Phoenix isn't going to win the finals, but Phoenix could win, make some noise in the playoffs. Phoenix is know? really good, especially with yeah. CP3. I think yeah. people underestimate the 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 impact that he has when he when he goes to a team. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, instantly, Agree. that team becomes fucking 15 wins better. Instantly. A hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. And I would say Philly, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, the Clippers, the Lakers, and the Jazz are the six teams I think could win a championship this year. Which right is now. awesome for fans because... Yeah, it is. We, You know, it's, 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 it's a, more teams that can win and the playoffs will be fun. You know what I'm saying? We haven't yeah. had this in a long time. Makes, makes it real interesting. Hey, dude, if the playoffs 
started today, the Knicks and Nets would play in the first round. I know. That's sick. I see that. That's sick. That would be amazing. <laughs> so you just mentioned Booker, which segues, segues us, I but think, wait, to wait, your wait. third. Spe- okay, yeah. Speaking of, speaking yeah. of uh, Knicks and Nets, we got fans now, bro. I'm going this oh. week. Are you going? Did you get Boop tickets? Season, or? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I'm going to the Garden to, uh, Thursday. Okay. And then I'm going to Brooklyn on Saturday to see uh, Luca. Oh, that's going to be sick, man. Oh, what, yeah. What did you do for your seats? Did you do one of the living room things or did you do the floor? Climbing. Uh, the okay. floor. Climbing's on the floor. Nice, yeah, man. Yeah. Nice, man. The, yeah. You know, the only thing is with the floor is you're not allowed to eat or drink there. You I know. You have to keep your mask on you got to keep your mask on the, mask on the, whole, on the time. whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas, yeah. like, when you're in one of the living room setups, like, off the floor, then you can... You know, you can you can you, be a you, you can do whatever you want, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you can eat and drink. You're in like a plexiglass little like enclosure, if you will. That's still like a great seat. But I mean, hey, w- with what we've adjusted to, it's not that hard to keep a mask on for an hour. Go get something to eat. Come back and keep it on for an hour. Bro, you know? I can fucking keep my mask on until fucking halftime. And, and yeah, to be at a yeah. basketball game because it's been fucking yeah. a whole year. Oh uh, yeah, and you exactly. know how much I love going to hoop games. Like you're gonna, so. that might be the game Durant comes back for too, man. Saturday? I mean, well, Rich will know. You, you just ask him if he's going to play. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> he, 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 he's not. He's not. For those who don't know, Rich Kleiman is is KD's business partner. So mm-hmm. if there was anyone who's going to know when Durant will be back, it would be Rich. Definitely be him. But but that is awesome, man. I, I got to tell you, calling the game last night, even though it was only 300 fans, you could feel it, man. Had to it be was, a big difference. It was so weird, but you could feel it. You could feel just how... And the Garden has... They're right away with whatever, 1,800 or whatever they have right away. Nets will increase it after the All-Star break. They had planned okay. it and whatever for these three games just to have a few hundred, but they'll increase it after the All-Star break. So, you, you know, you you take a PCR at home. You get mm-hmm. rapid tested when you walk in. Um, but it's uh, it, it just felt good, man, to have some fans, man. It felt good. We we need it, man. We yeah. we. We, we really we've do. all been through a lot, man. It's it's time to feel we're we're close. We're close to some normalcy, you know. It's ah, the I could feel like even today was a beautiful day in New York, right? You're starting to like. It was nice today, yeah. but I, that that shit don't excite me. It's too much fucking snow on the ground right now. Fifty five and sunny doesn't I hate excite this, you, guys. I, I'm yeah. I'm usually in Tampa right now. I'm not dealing with this fucking weather right now. I know, I'm, man. I'm I depressed. Know. This this sucks. Hey, how quickly do you and Mama Bear go to California once the kids are out of the house? Uh, oh, when Carter's out, fuck. I mean, I'm going to San Diego. Yeah, At, right away, guys. Can you? Can we make a deal? You create a dope outdoor podcast villa when you move to San Diego for our two C two. And then you just come. You can you and the family come down, yeah, and we can exa- do them. <laughs> exactly, man. Right? Come on. Absolutely. That sounds, that sounds perfect to me. I I always think like my my perfect situation geographically would be I live in New York from. May 1 to Jan 2, okay? Mm-hmm. And then I'm in San Diego from Jan 2 to May 1. To May 1, yep. There it yeah. is. Yeah, yep. I think it's perfect. We I get think the, I'll, I'll always keep an apartment here just because, like, my connection to the Yankees and all that yeah. stuff, but I can't do this, bro. No, this is just so the kids are out of school. I can't do this, guys. So this when sucks. Carter's 18, so you have eight years left here. I'm That's out. it. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Put in your bids early for the Sabathia house. I'm, I, I, this house might be up for sale way before that. Yeah. <laughs> As the kids start getting out, like, we you, don't need, I mean. Yeah, you said you wanted something smaller. I want once something a, smaller, bro. Yeah, they, yeah. They, don't, they don't use the basketball. I mean, there's so much stuff in here. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, no, I the house is ridiculous. It's it's amazing. Thank you. It, you earned it. It, oh, it is it, it 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 is amazing. It is amazing. <laughs> I uh, actually, you know, what's funny is my friend uh, Aaron. He sent me um uh the I guess whatever Instagram account did something on your closet the other day with all the shoes. Uh-huh. Uh Who who was that? It was like I don't some, know. I, some I posted sneaker that website. shit on my uh on my Instagram. You know, I always oh. post that stuff on my uh. On my other account, yeah. And now that I'm back, yeah. now that I'm on my my real account, now I just posted it in there, and yeah, everybody picked it up. So I guess it was maybe may complex speaker, uh, sneakers or something. Yeah, like someone that. someone did it. Someone did it. I got to look it up. But anyway, all right. What's the third uh, slinging heat? See, my third slinging heat is you mentioned it uh, in, in the second one was about the All Star game. I don't think they should yeah. be having an All Star game, bro. They had this short off season. Um, you know, it's, it's just COVID year, like. You got the guys flying down to Atlanta, a place that's kind of open and in the middle of all of this shit. And I feel like they need a break, bro. Like, LeBron's playing fucking 38 minutes a, a game right now. Anthony Davis is out. They wasn't supposed to do this all-star game. And then all of a sudden, you know, it popped up on them. I just think you're going to get somebody hurt, man. KD's coming off an injury. Um, I just, I just think you need to give these guys a break. You know, I understand why the league's doing it. Because, look, everybody's trying to make up money. Right. I mean, every, everybody's trying to make up money. And uh, and so I I totally get why the league's doing it. The one thing I would say is I think the NBA has been so good with their health and safety protocols and with their like sort of forward thinking on things that I actually have faith in them to be able to pull this off in a safe manner. And to provide, yeah, but you think the guys players, ain't finna go out? You don't think guys going out, cuz like when they get down there, I mean, and you're they right, all gonna be that, together, cuz it's parties. But I would think, I, I would think the NBA might be able to like cultivate an experience that is now not to say some guys won't go rogue. I'm not saying that they might, but I would think the NBA could cultivate an experience that still gives them some sort of the social aspect of it, but keeps them in still a safe environment. I just, I don't know. I just, I have faith in the league to be able to pull it off. Selfishly, I want to watch it. So yeah, maybe listen, that's you're part talking of it, to, but... So as yeah. a fan, I understand it because that's how you're yeah. speaking. But as a player, like me understanding yeah. like the short off season and all of that shit, it just don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? But as a fan, of course I want to watch the All-Star game. Like, yeah. It's going to be fun. Well, I mean, you know, we fans, we want to <laughs> see the guys, but I just don't want to see somebody get hurt at my at the expense of amusing yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like. Yeah. I would, I would yeah. much rather see these guys be healthy to try to make they put their team in the playoffs down the stretch. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. That's the one thing I would say. It's a condensed schedule. You probably ideally would get these guys rest. So that I get. That I that I totally get. Um, but I am still excited for it, I will say. You know what else <laughs> I'm excited for? See? I'm excited for Margie Sabathia. Yep. I this is the debut of your mom on the pod, man. I People are going to love these stories that Margie tells. I think they're really going to get a kick out of it. Because yeah. there's no one who knows your history better than your I, mother. I, th I think people will get an insight of to how she parented me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because I dealt with a lot of shit. Uh, and I'm not talking about off the field. I'm not talking about anything I went through in my life. I'm talking about like all the stuff I went through on the field with all the yeah. coaches and uh, flying here and all of this and that and pulling, being pulled back and forth for different sports. And the way she parented me and through that, you know what I mean? And and the way she thought about, you know, everything and and you know how she tried to protect me and keep me still having a kid and and let me have all of my experiences. But, you know, I was on my way to doing something that 
you know, we didn't we didn't understand what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the way she the way she parented me, you know, my teenage years, um, really helped me to get to where I'm at today. If that makes mm. sense. It does. It totally makes sense. It's beautifully said. And I think the audience is going to get great insight into that. Humor, stories, and you'll learn that C does still curse in front of his mother. <laughs> so here without... I'm surprised she don't curse. <laughs> she held it together. Without further ado, here is Margie Sabathia on R2C2. You got to be on your best behavior. No, bro. I'm a little nervous. I got to get this. uh, I I have a, I I need to hit continue or something because. Did you hit it? Hit continue. Yeah. On here. Yeah. On the computer. On the computer. Yeah. Like move the mouse. And does the screen blank now? Oh, wait, wait. Okay. Got it. All right. Okay. This exactly. This has got to stay on the pod right here. <laughs> yeah. See, the technical no, but, growth but, from UC is amazing. Yeah. Right. But but no, I'm not nervous. I mean, our relationship is the one is one where I can kind of do and say <laughs> anything, and, and yeah. you know, it's always been like that. So no, oh. I'm excited to have her on. I think she's a little more nervous than than I would be. Right? You nervous? I, yeah, I'm ner- a little a little nervous, but I'm very excited about being here. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are. <laughs> I think uh, you and Amber were the two probably guests that our audience wanted to have most. And, you know, we've had the pod for over three years, but now yeah. finally over this last, you know, couple months, we're making it happen. So thank you, Margie, for giving us this thrill and our audience. Oh, I'm glad you uh, uh, called me out. <laughs> I, I, I want to hear I, I, and I want to say. <laughs> so I, I have to first ask you, are sure. you listening to the pod now? Because Cece said once we moved to Spotify, that was a lot. That was like, oh, okay, that was good for Margie. Yes, I yeah, I am. I have been moving. You know, I have been listening uh, on and off, on and off. You know, <laughs> yeah, I have been. But once we got to Spotify, it was easy for you to find, right? Oh, real easy. Shout <laughs> <laughs> you know, out to Spotify for that. Yeah, I like yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So, Margie, there's a million things we can ask you, but. First and foremost, I feel like if there was a story that our audience um, already knows about yours and CeCe's relationship, it's you catching him as as a kid, being his first catcher. So, you know, I'm just wondering when you're when you're catching him, how old was C when you first started as his catcher? Yeah. Yeah. And and how and when did you realize that, like, oh, he's got something here. He's good. Yeah. It, you know, it was fun. It was uh it was a it was actually just just him and I just out there playing catch when nobody was out there to play catch with, you know. And uh it it got serious because he wanted me to um all of a sudden I needed to put on the gear. And I was like, "Okay." And <laughs> mom, you got to squat. I said, "Okay." <laughs> so I, I did a lot of squatting and a lot of catching and that one day came when he threw that ball at me. I was like, man, man, it's just the fire just in my hand just <laughs> burned. Right. And I was like, I told him, I said, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get up. And I'm done. <laughs> 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 I was it, it, but like for years, oh, my God, see, like we played 
catch in baseball, like. Yeah, I mean, I it probably nine, 10? Yeah, well, we probably stopped when I was about like eleven, maybe like ten or eleven. But yeah. we started. We probably started playing like catch, like serious, like that when I was like five or six. And yeah. I was so like into everything. Like Ryan, I, I would walk around like in my Raiders uniform all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if I didn't have like a Raiders uniform on, then I would have. I had a basketball uniform or a soccer uniform. So like yeah. anytime I played anything. The simulation had to be real as fuck. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like, yeah. I needed like real like she had to get down. I needed a real catcher. Like, yeah. but from football jump, too. like football yeah, too. Yeah, football the helmet too. on. Always, I always. The like Nike, if I was I got the Nike, the Raiders, the whole uniform. Yeah, uh, it was fun. If I, I was it. if I was going anywhere to play any sport, I needed the full uni. You know what I'm saying? Like, and in the, in the, in I so I had no brothers and sisters. So That's who's going right. to get out there and play with me? You know what I'm saying? It had to be my mom. You so. did have a sister. You had a mom and a sister. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. You, you know, I love that, Margie, that was like, after that, you were like, you know what? I'm good. Like, that's that. That, that, that's that's enough. I, I'm, yeah. I, I'm good after this. Was that, did you at that time know to that, like, CeCe had, you know, professional potential? Or when did you start thinking about that? Man, you know what's what's so amazing on that? I never thought about it. I wow. never thought it. I actually said uh, he'll probably go to college or something, do his thing, have a good time and stuff like that. But far as is is he going to you know to um, to make it? And I'm like, I never thought of that. I, I people ask me that all the time, and that's something that I never thought about. It was you know what? It was just fun for me. Mm. So much fun. It was just about him and I, you know, was, and uh, I, I loved every second of it, I tell you. But yes. I, I, I never thought, I never would have thought. You got me on that one. <laughs> she, she was like, the, because my dad was so serious about everything, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I was out there taking ground balls and every, she always made it, wanted to make sure I was having fun. Yeah. So even down to the, to like, I remember like my senior year, um, it was like my senior year was crazy, bro. Like it was yeah. either a football recruiter at the house every day or, it was a, you know, letters coming or it was the baseball team or it was the agent. It was every single day my senior year starting in the summer. And yeah. I remember like after football season, nobody had a problem with me playing football because I had football scholarships. But after football season, everybody was on me about basketball. Remember, Ma? Like, oh, yeah. it was like, are you going to play basketball? It's stupid for you oh, to play yeah. basketball. You're going to miss so much baseball season. The draft is coming up. Yeah. And I remember we was in the car, and I was almost crying. I'm like, I think I'm just going to not play. And, my, and, I, and, and she looked at me, and she was like, are you, like, you think you're going to get drafted, right? You're about to play professional baseball? And I was like, yeah, that's my dream. And she was like, you never go play organized basketball again. You know what I'm saying? Like, this yeah. is your shot. Your team yeah. is good. Go have fun. You're yeah, never going to be a high school senior again. All the time. Every time he went out there, I was like, go have fun. Just mm-hmm. do your, have fun. It's all about you enjoying what you're doing. So go yeah. have fun. Yeah, do your thing. I used to always she, tell him, do your thing, dude. It was always that. It was always like the, the have fun. Until that, that one time you got on me about uh, not being aggressive in a basketball game. My first high school basketball game, I was out there and I don't think That's I had that. any fouls, no rebounds. <laughs> And I got in the car after the game, and she let me have it. It was one of the only times she really let me have it. I and after that, so she was mad. Mad. I, it, was, it was just crazy because <laughs> I was hunching him and hitting and pushing. And I was like, I'm going to tell you something. The next time you go out there, you fall out. 
Yeah, she put she made me be, she put that aggression in because yeah. She was like, if you don't fucking foul out, I'm never coming back to the game. There's the day you're gonna foul out of this basketball game. How big was how big was C at that time, freshman year? Like he shouldn't have been getting pushed around at that time. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why I told him that. I would have never said that, but man. Man, I love it. But we never had that again. We never, never had, had that again. again. He was so aggressive, so like, like you know, getting in there. That's what I love about it. I love the perspective too of you know what you just said. See, of being um, in the car, worried about should I be playing basketball? Should I not? And your mom saying. Hey, this is the last time you're going to get to do that. Like Margie, I think that's that's such a wonderful perspective because so often I feel like parents take the opposite, right? Like, whoa, if you're so serious about it, then you yeah. better put all your time in this. Or you better put yeah. all your eggs in that bag. Instead, you're saying like, hey, when are you going to get to play like this again? I love that that was yeah. your perspective. It was. It was. I, all the whole time that he was in school, I just wanted him to enjoy that. I didn't want... You know, I, I didn't want uh, scouts out there. You know, and, uh, one of my girlfriends, uh, you know, the story. See, she was, she was, she was, she was uh, just like on. She, <laughs> I'm talking about Jen. Yeah. Boy, I tell you, and so, and and that, and that's, and she kind of made me nervous because she was like, uh, um, I, I told her, I said, man, your your son out here, look at the, the scouts and everything out here. And so uh, she looked at me and she was like, you crazy. There for CC. <laughs> I was like, no way, no way. Because I think well, you was in eleventh grade then, right? Yeah, I was a freshman. I mean, I was a sophomore when I played sophomore. with Sale that year. Yeah, I was, a, I was a sophomore. Yeah. yeah, and it was, and that was weird to me. And I was like, and I, and I was just always, I used to always make sure I tell him, man, babe, just go have fun. Mm. You know, uh, your last senior year or your years at Vallejo High School, you want to, you want to enjoy every part of it every part of it you know and i want it to happen how if you gave us a scouting report margie on cc as a football player and as a basketball player and i know you just gave us a little bit of the the basketball but and see you played soccer for a while too right Play soccer yeah. as a kid too yeah yeah what would be your scouting report on cc and those other sports on scouting report for um basketball i loved it i loved it him and i i mean when we were young we used to always remember we used to go to the uh to GBRD. the gym yeah. and yeah dbrd and it was it was the mom and the son and we got a we got our trophy we did we won fifth and sixth grade <laughs> seventh grade they wouldn't let us compete they wouldn't let us compete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i'm we that type too i'm that type too I'm going all the way. <laughs> they had a, they had yeah. a mom and son day like when we would go out there and play and you have these shooting competitions and stuff and me and my mom won fifth and sixth grade. And in seventh yeah, grade, they was like, nah, y'all can't do it. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's hilarious. You, you're taking the trophy enough. It was fun for the other mothers. It was fun for us. <laughs> <laughs> Understandably so. All right. So, did CC he had like, he had a good jump shot then, I'm guessing, if he's winning a shooting contest with you. Yeah, he did. From all over the court. I mean, the, yeah, he did. He, 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 shoot, he shot pretty good. He yeah. was good in shooting, you know. And would you play center, C? No, no, no. I was a power forward. So we had a seven footer. Um, oh, and I, so I was, yeah, I was a power forward. So I was, I just run, ran the baseline and, you know, I would shoot threes from either corner and then run yeah. up to the, to the elbow. 
and shoot jumpers. But I was like the rebounder and like the enforcer on the team. So Definitely. after we had that chat as a freshman, then I turned into who I turned into. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. then I was out there yeah. talking shit and 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 being myself. So um, yeah, my my basketball game was more like just rebounding, defense, and I probably averaged like six to eight points, probably, but 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 like nine to ten boards a game. Nice. Yeah. I'll tell you what I love, man. I, I love watching you play football, too. <laughs> That was some exciting stuff, dude. I'm yeah. telling you. Man. That one play, man, that one play when uh, when you got the uh, – who was that? Was that Marcel? And then he tossed it to you? And you oh. threw that – you threw the football all the way down to the other end. Oh, yeah. No, that was Jerry. So that was oh. – uh, we had this play called Vallejo Special. And, you know, obviously I was the backup quarterback. So, like, a lot of the times when I played uh, tight end, I would, I would split out wide as receiver. Mm-hmm. Like, I was 6'6", six, six, I was 250, but I play, I would, they would call it ace, and I would be out wide as a receiver. So when I was out wide as a receiver, I would run slants, uh, you know, go routes and all that shit. And it was a play called Vallejo Special where I would run, a, like, a little uh, screen almost, and he'd throw me. It was like a double pass. So it would always be like a 60, 70-yard touchdown. We ran that, you know, a couple times. Uh, <laughs> A game all it. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we that ran that a lot. That was yeah. a I mean, see, could you, you must have been able to just launch a football, right? Yeah, because I could throw a football still. I mean, not with the shoulder, but but when I when my shoulder was healthy, I could probably throw a football 50, 60 yards in the air. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, I, I love it. That. I used to love to see you um, when you guys played, uh, do that play. It was good. Yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> I'll tell my friends, it's coming. See, I feel like you've told me a story before on the pod Mm -hmm. about when you were either yelling at umps or had an attitude or something during baseball games because I was talking about my ejections and my, you know, youth baseball career. And and your mom getting on you in some way about it. And I can't remember exactly the story, but maybe you could put the pieces together if I'm on the right track. Yeah, so no, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it, I mean, I was bad with umpires too, but it was me giving up runs. So I didn't never think I should have gave oh. up runs or hits. Oh, yeah. yeah. So anytime I gave up a hit or a run or a hard hit ball, I would immediately start crying because like, like <laughs> crying, like, and then I would pull my hat down like this real, lo- like real low. That's and I couldn't it, see right nothing. there. And I would throw the ball as hard as I could because and like, I mean, kids would be, <laughs> Moving out of the way. I didn't I, like I didn't give a shit where I was throwing it. So I would just throw it. A couple times, you know, she would get mad, or you know, one time she came out on the field, made me ride my bike home or got yeah. me out of the dugout, made me go home. But yeah, I didn't I didn't think I should ever give up hits. So and and if I gave up a home run, it was it was like it was gonna be a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> I used to tease him all the time. I used to say, Yeah, so you put that hat down so it's just crying, huh? <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So, yeah. what you, as you're seeing that unfold in the stands, Margie, what are you doing? What do you are are you think? Are you saying anything? Are you like a mom who's like trying to yell to Cece on the field? Yeah, but like when he's on the field like that and something like that. Yeah, and I did stand, and I'm you know I'm on I'm I'm on the uh, bench and and I'm I'm still and I'm watching him, but I'm just staring at him because I know for a fact he was so mad because he couldn't get that strike here or there, you know, mm-hmm. every now and then. But I'm telling you, and I and I kept just kept looking in at him, looking at in at him, and then when he pulled that cap down. I was like, man, they might be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. great. But, but yeah. Margie, just um, 
I want to go back to some of the things with you and, and experiencing C's career and whatnot, but but just for you, growing up, where'd you grow up? I grew up, I, I grew up in Vallejo, California on 130 Denver Street, where we've been still there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What how in what ways when you think about because we talk a lot about Bay Area, C obviously talks a lot about Vallejo. Mm-hmm. In what ways do you think like what's a characteristic that is endemic to Vallejo that is part of your personality, part of CeCe's personality? How does it, besides C's bayish fashion, which he explains <laughs> to me, how would you describe, uh, how would you describe how Vallejo is in you? Oh, guys, it's just, uh, it's just amazing to me. It's just, uh, I, Vallejo is, that's Vallejo. That's, I mean, I'll, I'll never forget, you know, it is what it is. Uh, my, my parents there and C there and, it's just, I guess the house, at, you know, in, in the crest, it, it, it was just so many just good things like sitting in a, you know, CC in the backyard, sitting outside in the um, backyard all day long. Like, like our parents never took us anywhere. We was in the backyard or the mm. front yard playing ball, playing basketball, throwing a football, whatever it takes to, or to get the, cucumber up in the garden and tomatoes <laughs> and it was just I, I loved it I loved mm. it you know? and you know what's crazy uh, Ruko is like when we, when she says she's my sister it is like she's my mom but she is like my big sister because I grew up kind of like their youngest brother if that makes mm. sense because mm-hmm. I was at my grandparents house so much so we basically had the same childhood you know what I'm saying yeah. if yeah. that makes sense but I think the the characteristic that, that I that I know that in, that is endured her from Vallejo is that her caring nature because every, like she was saying, like everybody's from everybody that's from there yeah. is family stays there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and we're yeah. all really close and we're, it's a close knit community of the people that actually are from there and we all care about each other. And yeah. and it's from the boys and girls club and it's from, you know, the little league and her working out at the little league when I wasn't even there, you know what I'm saying? Her being the president that's of the little fine. league when I wasn't even there, it's just that you care about that city so much. And it's just, that's what the, that's where the charity comes in. Mm-hmm. Is is because of the, the community that Vallejo is, if that makes sense. Yeah, it was it was it was amazing. It was, I, I loved it. I loved it. And like you said, everybody everybody thought him and I was brother and sister. You know, because <laughs> he was just around. I mean, of course we're gonna be around. That's my son. But it's just it's it's just a connection. It was just a just awesome. It was just man. It was so easy. I mean, we started. He started so young. Like um, always. I mean, like at three and. Four years old, running up and down the, the uh, you know, my mom, my mom's, uh, what is it? The hallway, uh, the hallway, the hallway. Yeah, yeah. like it's, it started way back then, you know, and it was just fun, and I, I, I just, I had a good time. I, I really had a good time. And, is that where having, the grapefruit tree is too? Yeah, that's that's yeah. where the grapefruit tree is. And having like my cousin Demetrius, the one that passed away, he played in the NFL, but he was ten years older than me. So, like by the time he was in high school. Like, I was just coming up, you know what I'm saying? So it was, like, one of those things where I could just mimic him. So I would put, like, the little Nerf hoop up on the front door, and I would run up and down the hallway, like, <laughs> dribbling like him. And I would, you know, be dunking and stuff. And, yeah. It, like, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it's always been in me to play sports. Yeah, it has been. And you know what's so amazing to me? My father and his, his grandfather. You know, you know what, what was amazing to me is, man, they, my mother and father, was like, 
one of us to say, man, go sit down um, go <laughs> this, or uh, go, go watch a cartoon or something. And my parents were so mad. My mother and father, they was like, what are you talking about? Why do we have to stop running? He can go run. I, I mean, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's not yeah, no. let's, play, let's play football. They played football in my, in my parents' um, room. They played mm-hmm. football. And then he bought them, they bought them, you know, the little 99 cent store, you know, you get the little smorts, little ball. Yeah. And they, they hung that on, you know, you got everybody. Yeah, a little back of the door hoop. Exactly. And yeah. Yep. It was so yeah. much fun because we all played like that and he played the most, you know. Mm. Bro, I got so much shit living in that house from my, like my, whether it was my mom or my uncles or my cousins, like, Sit your ass down somewhere. And I, my grandmother and my grandfather always defended me, though. Yeah, like, leave him alone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let him let him do whatever the hell he want to do. So I had like free reign of the house. Yeah. For real. And then and then and then the other time, then you got then you got my mom saying, "Oh, oh, he's going somewhere. Trust me. You know, he. he <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, he's nine. <laughs> <laughs> but but she was right. She, she, was right. she was right. <laughs> that was that right. that is awesome. Was it? Can I tell you this one story? I got to tell you. Yeah, this one. It was so go funny. for it. I love it. It was it was unbelievable because my mom wanted him to um, no his dad. Remember Corky? His dad wanted him to do the front yard, and 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 he was trying to teach him how to cut grass and all this stuff. My mom runs out the door, and so she said, "What are you doing?" And so. Uh, <laughs> So Cece said, uh, no, my, my dad said, I got to uh, do the yard. She said, no, you don't. No, no. Somebody else got to do the yard because you're <laughs> the yard. You're going to play baseball. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, I'll never forget amazing. that. Day because oh. my dad was fuming because he, you know, yeah. he was going to teach me how to like, you know, take care of the grass and cut the he grass. He was so mad. He was, he was on, trying to, you know, uh, he was on one that day. He was pissed at me for something. I don't know what, but he was just yeah. mad. So he was going to make me work. And my grandma came busting out the door and Boy. was like, what are you doing? Yeah. I was trash out one yeah, day. Yeah. And, and he, she was like, I was like, my dad making me do this. And she was like, yeah. you don't, you don't do that. Like, go, yeah, no, you, he don't, don't he you don't got baseball practice or something? Trash. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Oh, it's funny. Th- that is amazing. Margie, yeah. how about when, when CC? makes like his major league debut with the Indians. And obviously at that time, well, you know what? Let me go back first before we go there. Mm-hmm. When C gets drafted and obviously he's, you know, big time first round pick. What, what do you remember most about that experience and, and the emotions of that? Uh, it was just, you know what? That was such an amazing day. I never would have thought in a million years. Uh, we were so low key. C, uh, CC, was uh, went to school and uh tons of people came to the house i didn't know why i mean like why are you all your people are here is nothing <laughs> being said yet and then finally finally because he he didn't want to be home when you know all that happened so he finally uh came in it was a it was a it was an awesome day i just got in my car i was overwhelmed i don't even know if i told him that before he probably heard that from me before but i actually got in my car and and walked down the uh and, and rode down the king's market and I, really? all i did was went yeah i went there and i had a soda and i came back to the house and it was just more and more people <laughs> wow <laughs> uh, yeah that's it awesome was, what, it was an awesome day what do you remember about that day see the draft, uh, I just remember, I remember going to school because I didn't want to be, uh, um, I mean, me and her both, like, I remember waking up that morning and I was like, I think I'm just going to go to school. 
Mm-hmm. And she was like, all right, I mean, that's probably the best because there's going to be so many people over here. You're just going to be waiting, waiting, waiting. It wasn't like MLB Network back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you waiting for some shit to come over the internet. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in a, in a phone call. So, I was like, man, I don't want to be waiting here all day. Like, I'm going to be freaking out. So, I went to school. Um, <laughs> and, and I remember it was third period. Um, and it came over to art. Uh, like, I was in art class and it came over to loudspeaker that I just got drafted. And they asked me to come down to the office. I get down to the office. My mom and Jomar is there. And, uh, yeah, my mom and Jomar was there. Yeah, and we picked you up. Yeah, we got back to the house. And it was just a ton of people there. It was a celebration. It was fun, man. Right. It was a, it was a good day. But but the, the best part about, like, me getting drafted and that whole thing is a month later, I'm still not signed. So it's like it's like the end of June <laughs> now. And I used to be in, a, in the same hallway that I ran up and down to play basketball and all this shit. Mm-hmm. People yelling at me. I used to be in the hallway at the front door, like doing my going through my windup, going through my windup. So I'm doing that, and then one day she's coming in the house and like hits me in my back, and and she's like, "What the fuck you doing, standing in front of the door?" I was like, "Nah, I'm just doing my windup." And she was like, "Let me get you out of here, bro. You gotta go." So she, uh, no, listen, she she called Dan O'Dell, cause right then she called Dan O'Dell. She called the GM. She called the assistant GM and called him and told him to get the scout down here. Let's get this boy signed. I gotta get him out of here. Yeah, and I, I was you serious. I signed that yeah, night, no, guys. I signed I said, that night. That's what I said. I said you're you, you're ready. You're ready. You gotta go. You gotta get yeah. out. <laughs> I signed second. that night. So you literally left July second. You're, you're in front of the door doing your motion. Yeah. Yep. And, and she tries to open the front door, and I like I was blocking the door. She was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I was like, "Nah, I was just you know getting my you know going through my motion." Baseball. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And so you call the GM. You're like, "We got to get this deal done." Yeah, yeah, we got to get it done. And he got, you know, I gave him a call. And he said, "What do you want?" I said, uh, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so, did you have an agent yet at that point? See, no, no. she was the agent. Wow, we signed okay. that night, bro, and then uh, we left two days later to go to Cleveland and do that signing. That was in the uh, dock and all that stuff where you hear my voice yeah. cracking. Yeah. yeah, that was that was two days after she told me we got to get <laughs> you fuck out of this house. <laughs> By the way, that's one of the most amazing things from the documentary on HBO, uh, Under the Grapefruit Tree. For those in our audience who have not seen it yet, they certainly need to. But Margie, hearing C's voice at that press conference, <laughs> it's like it's like a different person. It's, it's unbelievable. Know. That voice. Oh, my God. That's why I was like, dude. <laughs> I, know. I was like, that's amazing. I love you. I, you know what? I can hear that a hundred times. I said, listen to my baby's little voice. Man, I, hadn't even <laughs> turned, I hadn't even turned 18 yet, guys. Yeah. That's so wild when you think about it. Like, I mean, think about, and I, I, I mean, I know, I, I know that Lil C is a super mature dude, but just mm-hmm. think he's, he's 17 now. He's 17. Yeah. yeah. Think, think about him, right? Like, being drafted it's so young it's so young to start on this journey it really is it really is. It, it, it was it was super young but like having her as on my you know having my back and my dad being there and you know amber and everything i think it was i had a good circle you know what i'm saying yeah. of people that yeah. can that can help but yeah i mean that's young to be to be turned over that much money and you know what i'm saying like we we it was it was rough it wasn't rough. That, it was just, know. it was different. You know what I'm saying? I can't say yeah. it was rough. It was a blessing, you, you know, but it was, it was different. Yeah, it was. It really was. It was. It was. And, and, and I was, I was, I was going to say, uh, what, what was funny too is, um, uh, he got down there. Remember when he got down there and he was like, uh, uh he was like, uh, so mom, this was one day. So he, so he goes, so mom, so now what happens 
if I don't stay? <laughs> Am I going to lose the money? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You remember that scene? Yeah, the, fir- the first <laughs> three like, nights after they left, bro, yeah, I cried. But he wanted, wanted his money with him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wasn't going to leave without the money, but but I wanted to go back bad. Like, yeah. I, like they left, I think, like the July 5th. Because we were there 4th of July. Remember, we were in North Carolina for the 4th of July. Right. And her and Joe Mar and my aunt, they left uh, to go back to California. And, bro, like, it all just sunk in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm a pro now. Like, I got to put up these numbers. I got to perform. And then I'm out here by myself. Like, mm-hmm. it was it was those first three nights I called every night. Like, I think I might come home. Like, yeah. give me a ticket. I think, I think you I told think me I might that a lot. And I was like, yeah, you're going to be fine. This, you're okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that is great. Oh, my gosh. I love that. I mean, it's kind of like... Even hearing the story of Jeter, right? Like when he made all those errors his first time at rookie ball and he's mm-hmm. crying on the phone like, you know, I don't know if I can do this. Mm-hmm. Which if you think about it, I mean, you know, with how young you guys are, of course, it's got to be scary as hell when you're going into that world. Has to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you got to think Jeter was 17 too and he was yeah. coming straight out of high school. And, yep. and just think about this, bro, like, like, you go to high school games, you go home in your uniform. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you're a kid. It's still a kid's game. When you're yeah. a pro, because, like, you, you you dress at the locker room. Like, it's different. You're a, you're a pro now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And mm-hmm. adjusting to that every day, you know, it being your job as opposed to you loving to play this and it being fun uh, is a big adjustment, especially as a as a, as a teenager, bro. It's, it's, it's yeah. big. I know it had to be scary. It had to be. And then, like you said, even, like, you know, when um, Amber would come down or I come down, still, it's like, man, once we're gone, then it starts all over again for him. Because you know, yeah. nobody's back there. Yeah. So they would come for like months at a time, like her or Amber. Amber would come for the whole summer. But my yeah. mom would come for like months at a time when I was in the minor leagues. I was in the minor leagues for, I think, two years, a year and a half, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so those months would be fun, but then as soon as they leave, then now, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. So yeah. what happened was Joe Mar ended up staying. So Joe Mar ended up becoming my roommate in the minor leagues. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, Joe- you know what's so part, you know what's so funny about that? People, Rick's players really thought he was on the team. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's great. That's great. Because they would see him walking out the locker room and stuff. He would come yeah. from the yeah, back. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and then, and then your neighbor that stayed like I think she stayed upstairs, right? Yeah. And you and Amber Nim stayed upstairs. And then, and then he goes out there, and, and, they, and they say, "Well, okay, now what is your name? Uh, can can we get a, a baseball card? I'm gonna give it to you tomorrow." He said. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Joe Mar. Well Classic done. I'm telling you, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that is amazing. That's great. Margie, yeah. how about when um when CeCe makes his his major league debut and you know he's this prize prospect for the Indians? One, were you there at the game? You Indeed. were. And and how uh how nervous were you or or what were the emotions? I was so nervous. I didn't want any noise while he was out there on the field. And that sounds crazy. You got all these people screaming and hollering all this stuff, but oh yeah, man, I was so nervous. I was, I just, I kind of just sat there like in awe. And and it was so amazing um, to watch him, uh, you know, strike somebody out on the third, you know, third strike, you know, it, it was amazing to me. I just loved it. It was so much fun. And you know, what we always picked up too is, um, um, I, I re- I'll, re- I'll always remember in my heart too, when we come back from, um, the games 
And him and I would just sit out in the um, garage and talk about the game. Oh. And I love that. I loved every moment of it. Every yeah, moment. Cleveland, Cleveland and I, I, I felt blessed. I, I was a blessing for me to, I, I lived with them. Like when they went to spring training, I went to spring training. <laughs> you know, whatever, wherever ballpark they're playing in, that's where we at. You know, Amber and I was right along. Yeah. yeah. I, lo- I, love, I loved it. You, I mean, did, you lived you... that baseball life too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you you lived that baseball life I as well. Did. Yeah, I did, yeah. and I loved it. I really yeah. enjoyed it. It was fun. It was fun, and I'm I'm excited to see Little C too. Yeah. When did when That's did you start point. enjoying the games though? Did like because I feel like you were like su- you would be super nervous. Like even like the mornings that I would start, you know what I'm saying? It seemed like you would be super nervous. So like, what when did you think that you would like start enjoying the games, or did you ever start enjoying the game? Never enjoyed. it. not not when you was on the mound ever (laughs) I I had so much fun and popcorn and everything else Um, but when you was pitching we just sat out there and Amber was the same way too (laughs) (laughs) we'd be so nervous you know we don't eat nothing we don't or we'd get something real early or something like that all the way up until uh he retired. It's been like that. We don't see. That's how I am with Lil C. Like with Lil mm-hmm. C games, I, I'm like that. So I know I'm gonna be like that. You know, with so his... you know, yeah. You now you know that feeling because you, yeah. you don't want no. You know, you want water. That's all yeah. you get. You get some water, but you're not gonna get popcorn. You're not gonna get a burger. You're not gonna get a hot dog and all that's You know, because because he's on the mound or he's hitting or you know. But you know yeah, what's crazy yeah. is that it's like when you have a kid, it's, you just don't want it to be their fault if they lose. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And that's mm. a crazy way to think, but that's just as a parent, that's just like what I think about. It's just like, damn, don't hit him in the ball right here. Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, But I, they want, you know, not, that's just being a parent. Like, obviously, as an athlete, you want the action. Like, you want to be in it. But, yeah. like, as a parent, you just like, damn, like, like. Or if he's playing basketball, like, hit that three. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you get it. so get hard it. just for their well-being more so than the game, it makes it hard to enjoy, you know. It's it tough. is. It's really hard. It really is. You, it, know? You, you don't want them to feel pain. I, yeah. I, yeah, that's I, it. You don't want them to fail, right? I, I, I'll I, tell you a story just because it's like remarkably um, relevant to exactly what you were just describing. Mm-hmm. That feeling of don't hit it here. Like, mm-hmm. Don't hit it to my kid in this spot, even though they'd want the ball. My dad... I, I have amazing parents. I am so blessed. And, and they always instilled in me a, uh, you can, you can, you can mentality. You could do anything. That's right. um, but my 16-year-old se- my baseball season, so my uh, baseball was my, I played soccer, basketball, baseball growing up, but baseball was my biggest sport. My mm-hmm. town, uh, we our all-star team, like when I was 16 and 15 and 16, or when I was like 14 and 13 and 14, or 12 and 11 and 12, we would always go on these deep runs, which was rare for mm-hmm. my town. Fishkill, New York, small town. We had just a great group of uh, of uh, you know talented players who happen to be around the same age, and yeah. we we made it to the state championship when I was sixteen, which like my town had never done. You know, like we were our first group at twelve to win district, which is basically just county. Now here we are going to states, and it was uh, the championship game. And you remember you had to get in like everybody on the team would either have to get like one at bat or play three or, outs or in three the field. Or three outs or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And I was, yeah. Our, I was our starting second baseman and I would hit, I think on that team I was hitting like sixth or something. And it was uh, the, we played seven inning games. It was the bottom of the seventh. 
We're down one. There's a runner on first, one out, and I was coming up. And my dad was one. He wasn't our our manager. That was uh, the great Mr. Wu, Glenn Wu, my manager, who's my favorite you know, coach of all time. But my dad um, was our was our coach with him, and he pinch hit for me with this other uh, no! kid who had to get in the game. Oh, yeah, no! yeah. Yeah. He, pin- no! he pinch hit. He pinch hit for me, and the kid grounded into uh, Chris. Oh, Chris is name. He grounded into a fielder's choice. That's so cool. it was two outs. Then we ended up loading the bases and a kid who had just hit a grand slam in our sectional final ended up popping out. We lost by one in the championship. And my dad, he, he was, and my, and my dad is like, my dad is a super incredibly generous, caring man, but he is not like, he, he's not the most like overtly emotional person, you know? Mm-hmm. And he came up to me after the game and he was sobbing. I don't know if he'll like that I'm telling this story, but sorry, dad. I think it shows a beautiful human parenting side of you. And he was, he was sobbing because of what you just said. And he, he couldn't even like get out the words to me. And he was like, I just failed you as a father because I was afraid of, for you to fail. And I was so afraid. What if you hit into a game ending double play? And I didn't want you to feel that pain, but you could have just as easily hit a two run Homer to win the game. And yeah, yeah. And it's the it's the most emotional I've ever seen him in my life. It's his it's his biggest regret with me that he has, and it all stems from that same place where he was a dad who just was worried about me failing and feeling pain and trying to protect me from that. And what and it would do? Exactly. And the irony yeah. is, I told him I was like, well, "Dad, we had to get Chris in the game," and honestly, I didn't see a better spot for it. So I I, I, <laughs> like, I, I got it. I actually I yeah. wasn't hitting well. Like Chris was hitting pretty well. I I was totally fine with it. But that wasn't what motivated it. What motivated it was his fear of his son failing, you know? Yeah, and yeah. and so when you when you say those stories, I get it. Because, like, how can you enjoy it? You're just in there hoping everything goes okay, right? When you're watching Sea on the Mound, you're like, please, may this go, right? right? Like, that's how you're, how you're watching the performance. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So I get it. I, I can I can relate to it. I can. Yes. Yeah. You. You. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> that. It's it's great that you let up, like not let him off the hook, but that you got that you understood it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because that could have crushed him even more that if you was, if yeah, you was mad. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So that, no. that's kudos to you to be able to like you know to 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 let that let that ride a little hey, bit because that's I, tough. <laughs> I, I always had I, I always had like a coach in in me, so I think that that helped but it's uh yeah it's funny though i mean how about margie when like when cc would be like dominating a game like Mm -hmm. if you saw a game where he's dominating and let's say the yankees put up like five or six runs and now he's got a cushion Mm -hmm. in those moments were you able to relax at all and enjoy are you still nervous uh still nervous (laughs) i like it i'm gonna be nervous when he was pitching we uh, and i say we because you know, Amber and I sitting together and all this stuff. But yeah, no, we didn't move until he was actually done. And it was so funny because it, um, nobody had noticed this, but we know, you know, when CeCe got off the mound and soon as he went down them stairs, then we went out. That's the only <laughs> time. Wow. The only time. Yeah. That's amazing. There. If it was 10 to 2, we sat there. It, yeah. it, like, especially if they was at the game in, in uh, like for me, I, I, just because in my um, like my strength and condition, my mental, like talking to Chad Bowling, our our, our mm-hmm. uh, mental coach, 
Like, I would always have to pick a spot in the stadium. Like, if I was getting crazy or I needed to refocus or something like that. So when they were at the game, my spot, my, my spot to refocus was them. And it was, mm-hmm. you know, when they sat in Legends, it was right there. When they sat in yeah, uh, 136, yeah. it was right there. So even when I was coming out of the bullpen, I needed to see them right there to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was, like, my calm. So mm-hmm. it, that was just my spot that I would look to. So, yeah, them sitting there made a big difference all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was good. I, I enjoy just being able to be here and, and watch you watch you play. It's been, it's been blessing. Amazing. Is there is there a game or a moment, Margie, that you remember most that that you're like, oh, that that was that was the pinnacle or that was my that was my favorite uh favorite moment? Oh God, there's so many good ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know. I don't know. I, I can't really say um, uh, which one because all of them was just so exciting to me. You know. Um, I know which one is their favorite. I could tell you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. let's hear it. Milwaukee. Oh my god. That oh. last game in Milwaukee. Going to the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Because I told her we was going to win that game. Like that was the one time that I was like, I don't want you to be nervous. And I even told Joe Martin D. They dropped me off at the field. I was like, like we got like we're going to win this game. And I remember. I told you that the night before, and I told them that that morning. And then the, you, they drove back, and you asked them again because they asked me. They told me that you asked again, like, how was he on the ride down and blah, 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 blah. And I was good, I know, bro. I always be, how he's doing, how he's feeling, yeah. That was the one I knew. That was the game I knew I was going to win, and mm-hmm. I wanted her to enjoy it. And she did. She got to come out on the field and yeah. in the locker room and stuff. So I, I think that was the one that, that you probably enjoyed the most. And it was good too because he was he was able to hit. I love that. Love that. <laughs> you love watching CNC hit. Hit man, I really did. And what the, the one in uh, LA when you hit the uh, at Homer in LA? Yeah, see, yeah. I, I remember something. <laughs> that was were, too. were you there for that for the home run, Margie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that awesome. Nice. That was nice, boy. You know what was crazy about that? That was the first time Little C actually uh, realized like that I play baseball, I think. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he knew, you know what I'm saying? But he was five yeah. at that time, or he's four yeah. at that time. So he was, like, really watching the games. He and I hit a home run, and he was excited. That was the first time I came out of the game, and he was, like, excited about the game. Like, oh, something that's so that I sweet. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so sweet. I love that. Uh, how about, Margie, how about when you saw CC go, and I know there was Milwaukee in between, but from Cleveland to the biggest media market in the world, as you know, this yeah, as this high price free agent, where you know the fan base has big expectations, you know there's going to be a ton of attention on him. As a mother, what were you thinking as C made that move? I was nervous as I don't know what. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. I was. I was nervous about uh, New York because I heard so much about New York, and you know it could be a little nasty and all this kind of stuff i really did and uh and and when he called me he said uh yeah i think i'm a mom i think i'm a i'm gonna go for yankees and i was like uh it was a pause remember it was kind of late it was a pause and he said uh, i said um are you sure i said i don't know i just i don't i don't know it's just something about new york i just don't like you know and and he was like uh you, we're going to be good he said I, you know what he said I, I need to taste it. I need to. I have to go. And uh, yeah, I, I was nervous still, but uh, look where, look where we were. You know what's crazy about that whole process too is that was the first time that she like backed out of the process. Like she was like, I'm going to let you make this decision. Yeah. Because even like um, 
leading up the the two years before leading up the free agency, me and Amber and her sat down and we ended up signing an extension to stay in Cleveland. But, mm-hmm. you know, and, and she was a big part of that and all that. And I remember a- after the season in Milwaukee, she was like, I think I'm going to let you make this decision. Like, you, it's you and Amber. You just had your third kid. You're 28 years old. Just yeah, call me yeah. and let me know where you're going. Like, you guys make this decision. She was like, just call me and let me know where you're going and, and we'll figure it out from there. And I remember I called her that night after Cashman left and, and told her with New York. And she was like, you sure? And I was like, yeah. As I'm sipping on as I'm sipping on Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I think I think we'll be good. So uh yeah, and ended up working out. Oh, I I love it. Yeah. I mean, that's a it's a monumental thing for anybody to undertake because it's different here. You know, I mean, obviously the attention's different, the expectations are different. It is. It may, I'm gonna tell you something. When the first was that the first time you pitched? I think it was because when you had all the buses, a couple of buses that we Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, right across from that hotel. It was a, a Starbucks, right? And so I go in there and everybody got their, you know, the folks from California got their, you know, Yankees and all this stuff. And I'm excited and all this stuff. And so uh, one of the girls, when she was serving us, she says, uh, so so do, do you guys think you guys going to win uh, today? And I said, yeah. yeah. I said, yeah. I said, oh, you're a Yankee fan. And so uh, she said, um, absolutely not. She said, Yankees are, uh, they're, they're, they're no good. And the guy that they got pitching, he's young. He don't even know what he's doing. <laughs> and I said, hmm, oh. really? I said, really? <laughs> I said, oh, okay. I said, okay, so what I'm going to do, I said, I tell you this. I said, I don't even know if I told you this, uh, C. Uh-uh. I said, I tell you what, what I'm going to do the next day when CC um, uh, wins this game today, I said, I'm gonna come see you. I said, will you will you be serving coffee that morning? Because I'm gonna come see you. And so she said, uh, I will. I'll be there. She said, but and, and she was sarcastic too. She mm-hmm. said, uh, well, you know, yeah, you're probably gonna regret coming, but yeah, come on over. <laughs> and when I walked walked in there, she we we took like eye contact, and so she said, Oh my God. <laughs> she said, I said, all I did was told you, you got a new man on the mound now. I just had fun with her. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget it. That is so great. And he answered the bell. Margie, how about, um, you know, watching Lil C now and and his baseball career and just – just being a grandmother. I mean, how much do you love this role? I know how much those kids love you. I know how much C missed you during COVID when you guys yeah. weren't able to, weren't able to see I each did. other. I made sure I was here for three months. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You had to get in get in all, all the time. Yeah. How, what, uh, what's it like for you specifically watching Lil C, but then being a grandmother to these four kids now? Oh, I love being around Lil C. I love, that's my dude. I love him. <laughs> Um, I have I, I I enjoy watching him. I really do. I really do. Uh, he's uh, he he's gonna he, he's gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. Are you nervous watching him the way you were yeah. nervous watching yeah. C? Yeah, I, I'm very very nervous. I don't know. I, it, I, it's you know it, it's it's gonna be like that. It's gonna be like that. It's gonna be like when Carter comes up. You know, it's 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 it's, it's gonna it's here today with with Karsten. You know, I, I need to go see a few more games, though. Yeah, <laughs> right. 
<laughs> we got to get back it. for the summer. So for the summer schedule. I do. I do. <laughs> I had another time when I went to, uh, when I was in Georgia. Was it Georgia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. I, mm-hmm. I, it was good. It was fun. Sometimes we, we had to get up at seven o'clock in the morning to head to the uh, field. That's the kind of stuff I love, though. I've always been like that. Just a, just a old time girl now. <laughs> Lil C enjoys Lil C enjoys when you take him to the tournaments too. I know. I love it. Yeah. I love watching him. You know. Oh, that's that's a, an awesome bond. So cool. I I, I love it, Margie. How about like you know? Obviously, uh, when you th- when you saw the um, the end of CeCe's career and the the adulation from people and the respect and how admired he is both on and off the floor. How much did, I mean, what did that mean to you to get to see the, because I mean, great players retire, it happens. They don't necessarily have the kind of attention or fanfare that CeCe did. What did it mean to you to see the way uh, C was um, just, the way he was lauded at the end of his journey and appreciated. Yeah. You know, it was, it, it was a blessing. It was awesome. It was, uh, it was, uh, I, I was a little nervous when he was done because I, I was like, man, what is he going to do? I hope, you know, he's going to still, you know, be into it. And, and, uh, and, and I think we had a talk at that at one point too. And, um, um, he was saying that, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be, be with, um, little C it's going to be me and Lucy. You know, and I and I love that, and I, I thought about that and uh, a few times, and and he has. I mean, I, it's just been great for him too. You know, Little C uh, has a um, chance, his dad, to be around him to see you know, what's going on with him. Because I mean, you know, he probably missed a lot, like you know, before CC retired. You know, so um, to to be here now. With you know around uh, little C, I think it's the best thing ever. I love it. I think it was fun for us as a family too, because like that 2019, we traveled a lot. Like as a yeah, family, you know, so was those three thousand strikeouts, or you know, last time here, last time there, All Star game, last time in Cleveland, yeah, and then to have my fun. mom around. You know, like our last family day, she was. You mm-hmm. know, she came back, and you know, so to have all those things, and 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 really to be have my family be a part of the Yankee family, and. You know, the way that, yeah. that everybody's been so welcoming and like we really are like a part of the family. Like it's it's yeah. it's a blessing. Like like we just told that story about coming to New York and not not knowing how it was gonna be and then to end up a part of the family um as a retired Yankee is amazing. It's it's something that you can't ever dream of. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, nobody nobody dreams of having that kind of ending as a you know what I mean? Like you that's something that 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 just happens, man. It's a blessing. It was awesome too. And I just, I was, I was glad, man, you just, you just jumped right in. You just stayed right there kept yourself busy doing something with the kids. You guys going somewhere to just enjoy yourselves. And, you know, it's just been awesome. And, and that's, you know, as long as we keep doing that, we're good. Yep. Yeah. Pretty amazing. <laughs> well, Margie, we, uh, we appreciate you, you spending the time to come on R2C2. Oh yeah. I'm glad I got a chance. <laughs> we are glad too. Yeah. It, it was time. Our audience I know is going to love it. And, um, so. they, they absolutely will. And, uh, I look forward to seeing you nervous in the stands watching little C sometime soon. 
That's next. <laughs> and then I got Carter. Man, I'm loving it. <laughs> my girl's, my girl's going to go back to dancing. Man, this thing, we got this. Yep. <laughs> I love it. That That is awesome. The pure joy of, of a grandmother getting to watch her grandchildren do their thing, right? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, thank you so much, Margie. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Ma. I love you. All right. See, it was amazing getting to hear those stories from your mom. I love the one with her calling up to sign your first contract after seeing you in front of the the door practicing your windup. Bro, that was that was a day that I'll never forget because she was pissed. She was so mad at me like I was just blocking the door. So she was like, <laughs> it was almost at the point where I got like this big ass kid in my house and he ain't got nothing to do. He ain't going to college. Like, let me get him out of my house, you know? So yeah. that was funny. Oh, it's great, man. It was awesome hearing from Margie. Absolutely loved it. In a perfect way to end our run of guests here during Black History Month. And, uh, I, you know, we're going to have to get Margie back sometime because we need some more of those stories. It was great. Yeah, for sure. I think we need to get all our guests back that we have for Black History Month. It was a lot of fun. I did Renee's podcast a couple of days ago and had a blast oh, with her. Oh, did you so, really? Oh, yeah, nice, man. I mean, I, I really enjoyed yeah. Uh, yeah. This, this month of, of you know, uh, our Black History Month and, you know, talking to black women. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it really was. Renee, Neka, Malika, Margie. It, yeah. it was awesome. So I agree. I can't wait to hear from them again. And we're going to uh, kick off next week uh, with some Yankees. So we'll... we'll, we'll Baseball uh, we'll get, season. That's right. Spring training's back. So R2C2 will have some Yankees rolling through. So make sure you're subscribed. Uh, you're downloading wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, follow us on Spotify. New episodes every Thursday and bonus episodes as well. And tell everybody you know... We'll be back next week with some Yankees. Peace.